the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Hour 2, Backbone Radio, September 4th, 2022. Matt Dunn host, Blake Gallagher producing behind the glass. And we're trying not to work too hard on this Labor Day weekend. We're just cruising right along. I thought in this hour, I might sprinkle in a few clips and excerpts from the massive Trump rally last night. Just to give you a flavor of it in case you were out and about doing other things and didn't quite get to hear it. It was really, really a uh, uh, just a massive event, packed house, sold out inside, people outside watching on the televisions. And the crowd doing the wave, the crowd full of energy, laughing, having a great time, thoroughly entertained, but yet also thoroughly engaged in the effort to help save this country that Joe Biden has been doing his best to destroy. And the people that are behind Joe Biden, the people that run Joe Biden, the ones that hold the puppet strings, as Biden declared war on half the country in that Satan red devil speech the other night, he declared war, half the country. The president's never done that before. This is a, it just tells you how besieged the ruling class feels in the beltway. They just feel like they've lost the people. They're so frustrated that the people will not listen to them and will not just sit down, be docile, and follow their propaganda and do what they're supposed to do and vote for who they're supposed to vote for. It's just got them at their wits' end. They're looking forward to a not good election result. The Democrats are not because they see the poll data and they saw what happened in the primaries and they know that it could be a shellacking for Democrats if there's just enough election integrity to allow it to happen. But just so I work a couple things in, then I'll be off to the phone lines here as well. We'll talk to Brad in just a minute. But this was even before the rally started, the massive packed house in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. amazing just now uh i mean to hear that that, went- and that is the rsbn network which uh they will pan the cameras around do the 360 for the trump rallies remember how the mainstream media would only just keep it just on trump and never show another person at all at the rally <laughs> that's they just try to stifle it they try to deny it and here it was before the opener Tell you, folks, this is a once in a lifetime phenomenon. This is a once in a lifetime. We will never see this again. No other political figure of our lifetimes will ever be able to do this stuff. 
two years out of the presidency, two years out of power, and he does this wherever he goes. This is not unusual. It seemed like there was a little bit more energy, more excitement, maybe in part because of the Trump raid, the FBI egregious Trump raid, which I'll get his responses to that in just a moment. But why don't I at least get one more clip in? And this is uh, Trump responding to uh, Biden's red devil speech. Why don't we just hear what he thought about Biden's declaration of war on half the country? As you know, this week, Joe Biden came to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to give the most vicious, hateful, and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president, vilifying 75 million citizens, plus another probably 75 to 150, if we want to be accurate about it, as threats to democracy and as enemies of the state. You're all enemies of the state. He's an enemy of the state. You want to know the truth? The enemy of the state is him and the group that control him, which is circling around him. Do this, do that, Joe. You're going to do this, Joe, right? I think Philadelphia was a great choice to make this speech of hatred and anger. His speech was hatred and anger. By the way, the next morning he forgot what he said. You saw that. I asked him about, oh, I didn't think I said that, did I? Oh, no. How'd you like the red lighting behind him like the devil? But Philadelphia was a great choice because the city is being devastated under Democrat rule. Devastated. Hate to tell you, we love Pennsylvania. I went to school in Philadelphia. What's happening to Philadelphia? 14 people were shot last weekend in Philadelphia. 14. And the fake news will go out and check. Oh, that's a lot of fake news. Whoa. That's a lot of fake news. There you go. That's Trump assessing the Biden red devil speech, I'm calling it. And um, crime out of control. You finished on that crime out of control of this country. And Stephen Tubbs talks a lot about Denver NDK. George Brockler talks a lot about the crime rampant in the Denver metro area. It's not a good situation we're in. You almost think that the people in power, I don't know, they're not pro-crime, but they seem to be like awfully uh, tolerant of it in a way. Lawlessness seems to be spreading around the country. Can you ever get that back in the bottle? We're not going in the right direction, folks. The American people know it. Let's say hello to Brad in Lakewood. And hello, Brad. Welcome. Yeah, thank you for taking my phone call. Yes, uh, this ranked choice voting turned out to be a real disaster because ranked, uh, ranked choice voting. Just so we're clear, yeah, up in Alaska, is what you're talking yeah, about. Where Sarah, Sarah Palin lost. Now, part of the reason might be people don't understand it, or Salem po- told people not to vote for number two, or it could be a, a, a situation where uh, the Republicans were running two conservatives, and that's in a lot of ways where the Democrats outsmart us. They, they settle on one candidate, and they usually win. We end up losing a lot of races. Sure. We can't. Can, you, can you define ranked choice voting real quick, Brad? Uh, what exactly is ranked choice voting, like happened in Alaska in the primary? It, it's so confusing that I really don't understand it. Somehow you get up, you pick your first candidate, and then you, you pick 
you get another vote and you vote for your second candidate, if I'm explaining right, and somehow the way Trump was explaining it, the way the person who comes in third place could actually be the winner. Yeah. It, it, it's okay. And unfortunately, Mike Parsons, a rhino governor in Missouri, is now pushing it. And Charlie Kirk was uh, talking about that in a show the other day. This is this is a real danger. It needs to be stopped wherever it is because... Uh, well, up in Alaska, there were 60% of the votes were Republican, 40% were Democrat. But it was the Democrat who came out on top because of ranked choice voting. And Sarah Palin, you see, you see how the people can structure a system to keep down a populist MAGA-type candidate. That's probably what they're trying to do in Missouri, if they're trying it there. Well, that's exactly what Charlie Cork was saying. Uh, the establishment's behind it because they want sure. to uh, get rid of all the conservatives. And now they're, they're talking about doing it in Utah so they can keep Mitt Romney in place. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, they're going to come up with something like that to keep him in, won't they? <laughs> and it's a little bit uh, off the topic I discussed, but... Uh, in the Del Rio section this week, in uh, uh, August, 52,000 illegal aliens uh, crossed in the Del Rio, the Del Rio section. So, if uh, Greg Abbott spent half as much as half as much time trying to do his job instead of complaining about Joe Biden, you might you might be able to stop the problem. And that's why I refer to him as Open Borders, Greg Abbott. Yeah, the border is wide open in the Biden era, and it's a mainstream position to want secure borders in this country. Look at the poll data on it. But yet they say that it's extreme to want a wall, to want secure borders, and of course they get it the opposite. But uh, I, I can't figure out what Abbott's trying to do there by just you know allowing Texas to turn blue. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Well, that's what they told me. Abbott's destroying... Uh... Texas from the west by bringing in all the California companies, and Abbott's destroying Texas from the south by allowing the border to be overrun. Not good. But people still vote for him. Yeah, and uh, the establishment makes it so that you don't have much of a choice in Texas, that the people that climb to the top and they, they do the establishment like Cornyn. Anyway, thanks, Brad. There you go, a little BR549. What was it? Too lazy to work and too no too and too scared to steal. Something like that. That tune. I love that. Too uh, nervous to steal. Too nervous to steal. You know them? Do you know BR five forty nine? I do not actually. Okay. Well, uh, kind of an obscure rockabilly country tune. As I played a lot of those around here, just because they're cool. It was uh, Roger Kimball, one of my favorite columnists out there, the editor of the New Criterion, intellectual conservative journal, intellectual moderate journal, I should say. He described <laughs> he described Joe Biden's Red Devil speech as remarkable, and he says remarkable in the sense as not good. And he says, quote, the speech itself was a malignant act of demagoguery that will have colonels and generalissimos everywhere catching their breath with envy. The neo-totalitarian stage set, replete with red lighting effects and military personnel flanking the shouting, gesticulating Biden, was right out of central casting. And uh, that's pretty darn good summary there. Yeah, Generalissimos, Comandantes, they're like, man, that's how you do it when you're trying to run a country like a dictator would. At any rate, we're, yeah, we're, we're contrasting contrasting 
the good cheer, doing the wave, pro-American Trump rally with the grim red background Biden rally. And uh, yeah, right there in Pennsylvania, one crowd huge, one crowd minuscule, one individual happy, Trump happy, the crowd's happy in spite of it all. And one crowd grim, grim and miserable, so serious about their power. It's the MAGA Republicans that are trying to save our democracy, save this democracy. The ones that are talking about our democracy, our democracy all the time are the ones that are destroying it, of course. And the propaganda muddles that, but that's the way it is. Just another clip or two. And uh, how about this one? Uh, Trump talking about the deep state. Our movement is fighting against a corrupt group of unelected tyrants who believe they can wield absolute power over you with the help of a willing and very corrupt media. Yep. Media. They think the deep state, not the citizens, should be the true masters of this country. And that is exactly right. One of my perennial themes around here is that the deep state is unelected. The power in this country has fallen into the hands of the unelected deep state. And the citizens have been robbed of their power, which is why the citizens are rebelling against the unelecteds who are screwing up the place big time. And the more Joe Biden demonizes MAGA as fascist and a threat to our democracy and a threat to the soul of the fabric of this nation, you know, just remember this part right here. Before our very eyes, our beloved country is being taken over by the very people who turn democracies into dictatorships and into ultimately ruination. They think they can divide us, but they can't. They can't. Can't divide us. They can't divide us. The MAGA movement is the greatest in the history of our country. In the history of the world, maybe in the history of the world. And that is something that we're so close to it. I mean, we're living through this history. But it's important to step back sometimes and see that and see that that is the case. This MAGA movement is a it's a remarkable in the opposite sense to Roger Kimball's use of the term phenomenon that has swept this country in spite, again, of all of the dampening wet blanket efforts of the Beltway, of the Mitch McConnells, of the Paul Ryans, of the entirety of the media, and, of course, the extremist left wing of the party. Now, I want to get to Trump's take on the raid on Mar-a-Lago, and I suppose I could hold that till the next segment, but I'd like to start at least working that in that I think there was extra energy in that arena in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, because, because of that egregious FBI raid on Trump's home on Mar-a-Lago. And if you listen to this, and this is a key point, that the FBI even went into Melania's closet and to Barron, 16-year-old Barron's bedroom, and Trump just pointed this out, um, that... Uh, they left things in much disarray. What, what did he say? Uh, 
They did a deep and ugly search of Baron's room, left everything they touched in far different condition than it was when they started. Can you imagine that? These fascists raid Baron's room. Let's hear it. Let's bring this one forward. Oh, looks like I don't have it. Looks like we're going to need to add a few more of the A's. I need to I need to grab A10. And so that that that's good because I'll be able to I'll be able to save that for the next segment like I kind of deep down really wanted to do. When we were talking about, you know, who is saving our democracy, let's uh let's listen to this one. Biden thinks making America great again is bad for our country. Do you believe it? That was in his speech. MAGA. MAGA, he says we've got to stop MAGA. That's when I defined it because I don't think he knows what it meant. It means make America great again. We have to stop it. Stop MAGA. Stop make America great again. He thinks making America great again is a threat to our country. No, making America great again is great for our country. There's only one party that's waging war on American democracy by censoring free speech, criminalizing dissent. You see that happening. Disarming law-abiding citizens, issuing lawless mandates and unconstitutional orders, imprisoning political protesters. That's what they're doing. Rigging elections weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI like never, ever before. And raiding and breaking into the homes of their political opponents. I wonder who that could be. Republicans in the MAGA movement are not the ones trying to undermine our democracy. We are the ones trying to Save our democracy. Very simple. Very simple. That is the key point there, that uh, the MAGA Republic are trying to save our democracy. They're trying to save it. And it's, uh, you know, you see the way that goes through the echo chamber, and, you, you, you know, some folks think it's the opposite. But I'll tell you what, that crowd right there in Pennsylvania is seeing through it all and knows otherwise what's really going on. And I just saw this come in. This is a statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. And I'll just read this little paragraph here. It's impossible to explain how great the people last night were in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. The level of love they have for our country is both unbelievable and highly impressive. It is more than anyone would ever know. If the radical left lunatics that work so hard to destroy our country could just get a little bit of the love, energy, enthusiasm, spirit, and patriotism that we witnessed last night, our country would go to the top of every list like a rocket ship. Thank you to everyone who attended the rally last night. It was a two-hour speech, and the only disappointment was that they were screaming, please, please, go longer. They love our country, and I love them, end quote. That statement just released by President Trump about the massive packed house. Good cheer, doing the wave rally last night. And it's Matt Dunn. It's Backbone Radio. We'll be right back. Dinah, won't you blow? Johnny Cash singing Working on the Railroad for our Labor Day weekend uh, music. 
bump-ins, and we're enjoying that. The, this is the Labor Day weekend where some of us work, but some of us think about working or think about not working on a weekend like this. And that's one of my all. That's that's that is the best version of working on the railroad. That's that's a too much information. That, that's one of my favorite lullabies to sing to the Dunn family little kiddos. That I can sing that when I'm about half asleep. I've sung it about. 25,000 times to my little people. At any rate, so glad that you are on board and sharing some of these times together as we uh, go through the end of the republic and the end of our democracy. Just kidding. But uh, we're on the verge of it, right? Uh, Carrie Lake said the Constitution's hanging by a thread. And I feel like that's kind of the case. They, They really are wrecking the place. It is amazing. And more on that to follow. But Trump, at his rally, talked about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the raid on his home. This is his first chance to come out and speak about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, which is so over the top, so Stasi, so fascist. Again, they raid their political opponent's home, and then they call the, they call the victim the fascist. Isn't, isn't that just taking the cake? Yeah. They kick you below the belt. And then if you complain about getting kicked below the belt, well, then see, you're a fascist. You're, 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 you're the problem. You're the tyrant. You see how that works. That's how it works when people control the narrative, control the media, can get away with just about whatever they want to. But they're not getting away with it. Molly Hemingway had this to say about not trusting the FBI. The very last people on earth who should be trusted in any dispute of this nature is the FBI. The FBI admitted already that they'd fabricated evidence to go get a search warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. They have done very little other than meddle in elections going back to the 2016 election. They meddled in that election in two ways, both by weaponizing Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for Russia collusion hoax, but also by downplaying the problems posed by Hillary Clinton. In 2018, they'd already known for a year that there was nothing to the Russia collusion hoax at best, if they ever believed it. And yet they had that Mueller probe going on and on for years to meddle in that election. In 2020, we just had Mark Zuckerberg admitting that the FBI had told him to suppress information. Mm-hmm. And you had all those intelligence agencies, agents falsely claiming that uh, the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. And now they're meddling in this election, too. I mean, everyone knows that the Democrats control everything in D.C. Their policies are deeply unpopular. And so they're doing this raid in order to meddle in this election and then also in the subsequent one. This is a disaster for the FBI. And people in D.C. can pretend like these leaks and these court filings are anything different than what we've experienced since they began their war against Trump. But I think most of America says enough is enough and they need to stop. There we go. Molly Hemingway, Colorado, born and raised, nails it on the FBI, which needs to be dismantled. All that election meddling, every election, there they are meddling. Zuckerberg just proved it, confirmed it again in another instance last week. We did a whole segment on that. And the FBI, yeah, raiding Trump's domicile. What do we think of that? Going into Melania's closet and Barron's room, turning everything upside down? Donald Trump was not too impressed with all of that. Let's hear it, what he said last night. There could be no more vivid example of the very real threats from American freedom than just a few weeks ago, you saw it when we witnessed one of the most shocking abuses of power by any administration in American history. The shameful raid and break-in of my home, Mar-a-Lago, was a travesty of justice. 
that made a mockery of America's laws, traditions, and principles before the entire world, the entire world was watching, and they're shocked. They're shocked. South American countries, numerous of them, their leaders said, could you imagine if that was ever done in our country, what the United States would be saying about us? The Biden administration invaded the home of their chief political opponent, who is absolutely destroying him and everyone else in the polls. I hate to say it. even including the Republicans, but we love the Republicans. On a phony pretext, getting permission from a highly political magistrate who they handpicked late in the evening, just days before the break-in, and trampled upon my rights and civil liberties as if our country that we love so much were a third world nation. We're like a third world nation. They rifled through the First Lady's closet drawers and everything else. And even did a deep and ugly search of the room of my 16-year-old son. Leaving everything they touched in far different condition than it was when they started. Can you believe it? What do you think of that, folks, going into President Trump's home, into the 16-year-old Barron's room, turning everything all inside out in there, Melania, the first lady's closet. Oh, I'll tell you, that is so far over the line, folks. Republican candidates for office need to be campaigning against the FBI, meaning campaigning against the deep state meaning campaigning to dismantle the intelligence apparatus, to dismantle the FBI. We just can't keep going on in this prison system, this Stasi world we're living in in this country. Republicans have to start doing that. And if the ones that don't do that, the ones that don't, you'll know that they're a rhino. They're part of the machine, the Bush, Rove, Cheney machine that has no constituency, as has been proven, a big miscalculation. One last real brief one on this from Trump. But our opponents have badly miscalculated. This egregious abuse of the law is going to produce a backlash, the likes of which nobody has ever seen before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We won't be forgetting this. And that is going to be a backlash. And that was part of the energy in that room. Just a part of it, that arena, last night in Pennsylvania. By the way, Trump used the word egregious on the FBI raid. And I will point out that I've been the one using the word egregious raid. I've been putting that in all my podcast essays that you see on the Backbone podcast. And there's Trump using the word egregious. I wonder if they ever listen to Backbone Radio, if they ever read or use some of the language that we so articulately employ around here. Oh, yes, we... uh, we have it dialed in, but egregious is the word. And I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. I'm sure that they don't have time for backbone radio. But you know what? Maybe they do because, I mean, how many people use the word egregious? Just me and Trump. Yeah. Well, all right. 
Let's keep carrying on here. We're saying hello to everybody, and let's bring in, we got, uh, let's see, two Joes, and I'll go with, is this uh, Joe in Arvada? It is. Hi, Matt. Welcome, Joe. Yes, sir. Matt. Hi, Matt. Uh, you know, the, the, the idea, this fascism thing has caught me, and I, I think that we need to really educate the Democrat Party. Uh, remember when we were all told that uh, only whites are racist? Well, I think finally the Democrat Party has started to realize that you can be racist no matter what color you are or what your skin color is. The, the idea that fascism is only somehow uh, on the right is uh, not what the definition of it really is. Really what fascism is, is the party in power wielding the levers of government and business. Yes, together against their own people, against the opposition party in yep. their own country. That yep. is what, by definition, Biden is doing and the yep. Democrat left is doing. And let me tell you one other thing. I said this last week. I want to say it again. What you did, FBI, Christopher Ray, and these people that wielded the levers of government against the opposition in the against the presidency is sedition and you should be prosecuted for it well we're going to be remembering this they should be dismantled for it as well and i think they've gotten a good whiff of this folks and joe thanks for pointing that out but you are uh you're right about that fbi sir thank you the working mule skinner blues from Bill Monroe down in dear old Kentucky. We're playing the working songs, and mule skinner blues is one of my all-time favorites. You can't beat that one. Billy Monroe, and we love to play Bill Monroe around here. Some of the old bluegrass traditional music. We'll see what we can find for our sacred number about an hour from now. After the phone lines here, we'll talk to Joe about ranked choice voting here in just a second. Working in one little tidbit, um, we're talking about the FBI, how it needs to be dismantled. We played Donald Trump's reaction to the FBI's egregious raid on his home, Mar-a-Lago. But did you know this? Remember back in 2017 when Trump fired James Comey as FBI director? I'm sure you remember that. That was a big, huge kerfuffle. End of the world for the media at the time. Really big, hairy, bad deal. Well, um, did you know that Mitch McConnell, who was the head of the Senate then, majority leader at that time, that Mitch McConnell wanted Merrick Garland to be the new FBI director? Did you know that? This is a moment when I saw this clip and I saw this information, I thought, Uniparty, Uniparty. It is the D.C. party. It is the Democrats and the Rhino Republicans are one party. You understand this? Listen to Mitch McConnell say this about Merrick Garland back in 2017. He said this. Senator McConnell is weighing in on who he thinks should be FBI director. Take a listen to this. Yeah, actually, I have spoken with the president about it. I recommended Merrick Garland. It might surprise some people. Yeah, it may surprise people, but he has a deep background in criminal law. He was the prosecutor in the Oklahoma City bombing case. And I think it would make it clear that President Trump will continue the tradition at the FBI of having an apolitical professional. Oh, my gosh, folks. 
Brad, are you still listening? I know you and I are big fans of Mitch McConnell, right? Mitch McConnell wanted Merrick Garland to be installed as the new FBI director after Trump fired Comey to carry on the nonpartisan traditions of the FBI. And I think we all know that Merrick Garland has been an absolute partisan hack as the head of the DOJ, as the attorney general in the Biden era, and Merrick Garland just prosecuted that raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago. And there's McConnell. You see what they did? The swamp people were always trying to get their fellow swamp people into the positions in the executive branch run by Trump. They found a way to get Chris Ray in there, and Chris Ray has been every bit as bad as Comey. As an institution, the FBI needs needs to go away. And Chuck Grassley said this, quote, Senator Grassley from Iowa, if these allegations are true and accurate, the Justice Department and FBI are and have been institutionally corrupted to their very core to the point in which the United States Congress and the American people will have no confidence in the equal application of the law. Attorney General Garland and Director Ray simply put, based on the allegations that I've received from numerous whistleblowers, you have systemic and existential problems within your agencies. Chuck Grassley said that responding to Merrick Garland just sending out this memo to the employees and staff of the DOJ slash FBI saying that, hey, don't go talk to Congress. Don't be a whistleblower, right? He sends out this little reminder note on August 30th, 2022 from Merrick Garland, restricting or talking about kind of throwing a wet blanket on any communications with Congress, reminding all department personnel, quote, of our existing policies regarding communication between the Justice Department and Congress. Um, some whistleblowers have come forward to um, to Grassley and some other people in the Senate. They were saying some things that are pretty rough about the bias and the corruption within the DOJ and the FBI. And there's Garland, the nonpartisan, right, McConnell? Guy shows up and says, hey, you can't do that. You should not be doing that. There will be consequences for your doing that. Get my drift? So just throwing that one in, Mitch McConnell is part of the Uniparty. He is not a part of what the Republican voting base wants at all, ladies and gentlemen. That's partly how they railroaded Trump with his appointments to these key agencies like the DOJ and the FBI, that they tried to get Garland in there. Does that not just stick in your craw? One more time. Senator McConnell is weighing in on who he thinks should be FBI director. Take a listen to this. Yeah, actually, I have spoken with the president about it. I recommended Merrick Garland. It might surprise some people. Yeah, it may surprise people, but he has a deep background in criminal law. He was the prosecutor in the Oklahoma City bombing case. And I think it would make it clear that President Trump will continue the tradition at the FBI of having an apolitical professional. And make no mistake, when Joe Biden goes out there with his pronged, devil-horned, satanic, luciferian speech with the blood-red background bashing MAGA Republicans as extremist, 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 which, of course, is the opposite. They're the moderates. But people like Mitch McConnell like that. The rhino Republicans like that. Yes, the rhino Republicans like what Biden was saying in his Red Devil speech. Make no mistake, folks, Mitch McConnell is uniparty. You have to understand what the uniparty is to know what's going on in this country.
Let's say hello to Joe in Littleton. And thanks for hanging a minute, Joe, but welcome aboard. Well, thank you. Um, I have a few questions and uh, a couple comments. Number one, um, Trump is definitely getting on to these guys, which is great. But yep. um, you and Randy are just wonderful. You're the best. Honored. Honored you'd listen well, and you take time out of your life to be a part of what we're putting out. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> and then I text. I, this is the first time I ever text over there. I haven't done it before. I don't know if you got it, but I said something like, all the things that Biden was saying is exactly what they're doing. It's the opposite. Exactly. And I saw that. So that, that's from you. Okay. Thank you for sending yeah. that in. I'm reading all the text this studio. haven't been able to respond as much this show, but thank you for sending that in. And yeah. Good and, points. You know, so I didn't think of that. Somebody that was way smarter than me thought of that, and I've been watching and listening, and, and it's true. And everything they said, turn on and they go, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, that's the Alinsky tactics, the Alinsky yeah. political playbook. And that's why it, it kind of leaves everybody confused when you accuse your opponents of doing what you are actually doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes sense? And what I call for, two things, two questions I'm going to hang up. One is I, I don't understand that voting thing going on in Alaska. And yep. I know they're trying to push it here into different places because it gives them the benefit, Yep. even though Alaska is a red state. And then if anybody can tell me, I, because of Mitch McConnell, I ended, registered as an independent because I just couldn't handle it. And right. I may go back to Republican Party because they're the closest to my thinking. But... <clears throat> um, if anybody out there can tell me, I, I don't mind writing the checks. I don't do the, the, the computer stuff. But I would like to support Trump on these, these rallies and stuff. But I don't know if I'm mailing to him or the Republican Party. How will I right. know? That? Go right to the Donald Trump website. Don't do the RNC stuff. Um, just go right to DonaldJTrump.com. Okay. As far as I know, go right to the Trump place. That's where you can send your support or find ways to send your support Okay. But uh, there's all kinds of imposters that want to rake in your money to then well, send it off to some I'm rhino somewhere. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And if you take some time to explain that. Um, the ranked voters, choice yeah, voting. Really yeah. And I just it. I just pulled that up on uh, ballot. PD. But you, essentially, you vote for your first choice. Then you also vote for your second choice, your first preference, and then your second preference. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ballotpedia says, and I'll just read this here. A ranked choice voting system, RCV, is an electoral system in which voters rank candidates by preference on their ballots. If a candidate wins a majority of first preference votes, he or she is declared the winner. If no candidate wins a majority of first preference votes, the candidate with the fewest first preference votes is eliminated. First preference votes cast for the failed candidate are eliminated, lifting the second preference choice indicated on those ballots. Um, A new tally is conducted to determine whether any candidate has won a majority of the adjusted votes. It's essentially a way to give the establishment control over election outcomes, and they can rig it by putting people on there to get the ranked choices. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Bye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.